Welcome to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan, and with me, as always, is my freakishly freaky co-host, Faith. Say hi, Faith. Hi, Faith. Today is March 15th, 2021, and you are listening to the 205th edition of the Late Night Fright. We would like to welcome each and every one of you to the program this evening, especially any spooks, specters, astral travelers, or interdimensional beings who may be tuning in or joining us here in the studio. And we would like to offer an especially warm welcome to any middle-aged male serial killers who may have accidentally switched bodies with a high school girl. Faith, that sounds like it might have something to do with tonight's feature film. What is on the slab for dissection tonight? From director Christopher Landon and producer Jason Blum, we have the 2020 horror hit Freaky, starring Vince Vaughn and Katherine Newton. That's right. A takeoff of the 1972 novel Freaky Friday by Mary Rogers, Freaky finds Vince Vaughn's slasher character, the Blissfield Butcher, switching bodies with high schooler Millie, played by Katherine Newton. That's really all you need to know about it. It's just that simple. The supporting cast includes Kate Finneran and Dana Drury as Millie's mom and sister, Celeste O'Connor and Misha Osherovich as Millie's friends Nyla and Josh, Uriah Shelton as Millie's crush Booker, and Alan Ruck, most famous for his appearance as Cameron Fry in Ferris Bueller's Day Off as Mr. Bernardi. That right, Faith? Bernardi? Sure. Uh, Bernardi? Uh, Millie's Bernardi? abusive woodshop teacher. <laughs> A lot of fun names there to pronounce. <laughs> Featuring homages to classic slasher franchises such as Friday the 13th, Scream, A Nightmare on Elm Street, and Halloween, Freaky was released on Friday, November 13th, 2020. And that is appropriate since the working title of the movie was Freaky Friday the 13th. Indeed, Faith. Tonight we will be scoring Freaky in the following categories. Overall film, Vaughn is on, spotlighting Vince Vaughn's performance in both roles. Newtonian physics, where we dive into Catherine Newton's double performance. And finally, freaky friends and frightening funnies, where we look at the supporting cast and the fusion of horror and comedy. In lieu of stars, freaky will be receiving mystical soul-switching daggers. How's that sound, Faith? Sounds really good. And real quick, I would like for you to say freaky friends and frightening funnies five times fast. (laughs) Maybe after the break. Tonight's review will include spoilers. You have been warned. We're going to take a short pause for a coffee cause, but when we get back, things might get a little freaky. I am Dan. And I am Faith. We'll see you on the other side. It's 12.01, the witching hour. You're listening to WKMF, Cozy Corner Public Radio. You are cleared for departure. Your destination, the late night fright. Commencing transmission in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. (laughs) 
Welcome back to the Late Night Fright right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. Let's get right into it. We are looking at the 2020 film Freaky from producer Jason Blum. Faith and I had a little uh, argument, a little tiffed before the show started. We weren't exactly sure how to pronounce his name. Faith won the argument because she was correct that it's Blum and not Bloom. <laughs> so there you go. The film tonight, as we said, will be judged in the following categories. Overall film, Vaughn is on, Newtonian physics, and here we go, Faith. Freaky friends and frightening funnies. Freaky friends and frightening funnies. Freaky friends and frightening funnies. That's not very fast. That's fast enough. And we are going to be awarding the film <laughs> Mystical Soul Switching Daggers. Before we start, I would like to say I believe this is the newest film we've done on the show in a long time. Time. Very long time. We usually wade in the waters of the classics. Tonight, we might be in the shallow end of the pool with, with a newer film. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, released uh, during the year of 2020, the year that wasn't during the year of the pandemic. I think it went to theaters, but really got its juice on video on demand. So, all right, here we go. Faith, you have the honor. The first category is overall film. How many soul switching, mystical soul switching daggers did you award the film Freaky? I went with a solid three for this film. Solid three. Yeah, solid three. Solid three, because it's it's not moving up <laughs> towards three five. It's not moving down towards a two it's five. Just it's just a three. Guess what? I also gave it a, a solid, <laughs> solid three. three. <laughs> it's a, it's a really solid three too. Mm-hmm. I have a few problems with this film. Um, I do too. <laughs> uh, one major problem, and let me say this: none of the problems take away anything from no. my enjoyment of this film. This is. Uh, Pretty good entertainment. Mm-hmm. I'm going to say that. This is a really entertaining film, so let's get into it. What did you like about the movie? I liked a lot of it. I liked the horror comedy aspect of it. I really liked the nods to the classic movies. I really, I mean, I really did enjoy most of the story. Let's start with, with, with the story itself, because it is a takeoff homage updating of Mary Rogers' classic 1972 Freaky Friday, which has been made into... Two feature films that I am aware of, one with Jodie Foster, one with uh, Jamie Lee Curtis and Lindsay Lohan. I believe there was a TV film uh, based on Freaky Friday. It's a it's an idea that's been in pop culture for a very long time. This might be the first time, though, that we've had a uh, gender switch, mm-hmm. uh, possibly. I'm not fully aware well, yeah, of it. but what we're uh, aware of is... <laughs> This so, is the first one. This is the first one. Okay. But I'm aware. Like, that you're aware we're of. Both okay. aware of. So, uh, so that's, that's really interesting. I love the big idea here. Uh, I love the horror comedy elements mm-hmm. of it. Uh, I think it's just a fun movie. Again, you nailed it. The throwbacks to the classic uh, franchises, the throwbacks and feel of an 80s film. It's got a little bit of that John Hughes thing going with it. Uh, she reminds me a little bit of Molly Ringwald's character in Pretty in Pink, just a little bit. So, uh, yeah, a lot of classic stuff happening here, and it's doing it. Uh, it's wearing it on its sleeve. It's not trying to hide it. Everything's no, very out in the open. And I think they do a good job of it doesn't feel like a parody or anything. Like it just no, it feels yeah. like a nice nod, like they know what those movies did. It's kind of like, here's an appreciation to those movies. Right. Right. You know. And the kids in here feel like movie kids and that's okay. Uh, if you've, if you're new to the show, faith and I at, at times, especially when we have teenagers or kids, uh, we'll, we'll have the discussion. Do they feel like real teenagers? Or do they feel mm-hmm. like movie teenagers? These feel like movie teenagers and they, and the scream thing is really 
prevalent yeah. here. You can feel the influence of Wes Craven's scream all over this movie. Oh, yes. And I think rightfully so. You can definitely feel the influence of Friday the 13th in the beginning of this. The, mm-hmm. the first 10 minutes of this movie, uh, Vince Vaughn's character, the Blissfield Butcher, is silent. He is wearing what looks like a hockey mask and is killing uh, four teenagers <laughs> in ways that uh, reminded me of Jason Lives. Yep. <laughs> Yes. I was or as we like pie. to say here, it, it deserves an exclamation mark after it. Friday the 13th, part six, Jason lives. lives and should be a musical. It really should be a musical. So, yeah, I think everything about this movie, the heart is in the right place. Let me tell you what my biggest problem with I this is. Know. I love Vince Vaughn in this. Mm-hmm. Because Vince Vaughn is doing Catherine Newton's character, Millie, Mm -hmm. and we spend some time with Millie, and when we see Vince Vaughn doing Millie, we know what he's doing, we know who Millie is, we know that he's nailing it, we know that, like, it's just, it's right down the middle, like, boom. I think I know where you're going with this. And we spend next to no time with him outside of seeing him stalking and killing Mm -hmm. kids. We spend no, we don't know what his character is like. We don't even hear him speak. In the first, you know, uh, really the uh, first 30 minutes of the movie. Mm-hmm. We don't hear him speak. And it's kind of like if they made Face Off, but you didn't see what one of the Travolta or Cage's characters were like before they switched. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. And I felt like that was a cheat. I really felt like that was a cheat. And so then she gets to create kind of both characters in a way, you know, and he's... <laughs> You know, so anyway, it, it, is that a nitpick? I don't know, but I felt like we needed to see a little bit more of him mm-hmm. to establish who he was. Right. You know, because they do a great job of establishing who she is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I feel like agree. we don't really know who he is. Yeah. Which makes it my my problem. Not that she was terrible. I felt like we'll, we'll get to her. We'll get to her in a second. Okay. But uh, that that was my, that's my biggest beef with it. Other than that, though, it's pretty solid fun. I I like the, I like the horror and comedic elements Mm -hmm. coming together. And and as I said, the homages to the classic uh, franchises, I think is appropriate. You know what movie this actually reminded me of that's not a horror movie? Um, Hot Chick. (laughs) The switching of, well, the switching of the two of them. There's kind of like this ancient... So maybe it is, you know, maybe this isn't the first gender. No, I'm thinking, well, horror, I'm thinking, you know, specifically, but yeah. yeah. Before we move on, uh, is there a Freaky Friday film that you like, prefer? I really like the Jamie Lee Curtis. Curtis. (laughs) I think seeing Jamie Lee Curtis play a teenager is uh, brilliant. There's nothing, nothing like it. So speaking of Jamie Lee Curtis, there is a very big homage to I think the best moment in the original 78 Halloween in the first 10 minutes of this movie, he kills the guy or girl actually, and has her up on the wall and he steps back and admires his work and kind of tilts his head. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was really well done. So, well, Jamie Lee Curtis has done it. Jodie Foster has done it. Well, Vince Vaughn has now done it as well. We're going to be moving on to Vaughn is on, uh, Would you go in? spotlighting his performance as both the Blissfield butcher and as Millie in this film. Uh, I went for mystical soul switching daggers. I also went for <laughs> Vince Vaughn's performance. Let me say this about Vince Vaughn. So Vince Vaughn came to prominence back in 96 or 97 with the film swingers. He then went on, uh, John Favreau wrote that film. He then went on to star in the lost world, Jurassic park part two. He has done pretty solid work in a lot of different genres. 
uh, known maybe for being a funny guy, but he's got real dramatic depth, mm-hmm. too. And he's had a really interesting career. He's had some ups and downs and peaks and valleys, but I think he's on this real critical kick right now that kind of reminds me of Matthew McConaughey's a few years ago, right before he won the Oscar. But he's mm-hmm. he's been doing some really interesting stuff as of late, and he's done a lot of interesting stuff throughout his career. Uh, again, he's so unlikely a movie star, you know, right. and he's six, five, you know, he got that Christopher Lee thing going mm-hmm. on. He's six, five. And to me, a lot of the humor from this movie comes from him playing this girl. And it's the run, <laughs> the run slays me, <laughs> the run and him doing the cadence of her voice is so spot on. And he never falls into parody with it. And that, cause right. it'd be so easy to just, if you're a guy, you know, like to do this thing, like mm-hmm. he never does that the way he holds himself and the physicality is so spot on, but I the know. run, the run absolutely <laughs> kills me. What did you give uh, Vince Vaughn's performance? I went four on the performance because he's been one of my favorite actors for as long as I can remember because he's special. And, he and, really and, is. I, and I think he gets, Overlooked. Mm-hmm. I some, really think he does. Now people obviously know who the hell Vince Vaughn is, but what I'm saying is, but like you said, people think he's the funny guy most of the time. Yeah, and I feel like I've seen him in things where he's much deeper than that, and it's like, okay, much this deeper. guy is more than just that funny guy. But oh my god, there's and there's depth to to his humor. Mm-hmm. You know, he kind of unfairly sometimes falls into the dude bro school of comedy, mm-hmm. and and by dude bro, I mean like the Judd Apatow. <laughs> School of right. comedy. There's a lot of dude, bro. You know that kind of thing going on, and he he's always kind of been a notch above that. He's very. Yeah, I think so. If you watch Swingers, which I went back and watched Swingers after watching this, it's all there from the beginning. There's a lot of depth and humor, and he's a motor mouth, and he does that really well. That's one of my favorite things that he does, actually. Oh, the motor mouth, the motor mouth <laughs> side of Vince Vaughn's uh, acting chops is is amazing. There is maybe Jack Lemon. Jack Lemmon and Walter Matthau, but Jack Lemmon could do motor mouth, but not like Vince Vaughn does motor mouth. And I think he's, I think he's, it's incredible. And I think he's kind of underrated as an actor. And this, this was reminding me, I'm like, wait, he's really good. He's really good. I know. He's really good. So I went four. I feel like, yeah, he was okay. Like you said, you don't get, you don't really get a lot of him as the killer. But he's cool. You get enough. You get enough of the physicality, I think. And and he really nailed the Michael Myers, Jason Mm -hmm. Voorhees side of. I feel like he was more of that Jason. He 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 felt more like a Jason to me. With the I don't know maybe the the height and just the look of him. But that height is just (laughs) the height really works to his advantage Mm -hmm. here, and and his his reading of certain things like when he does the cheer for the friends, you know, he does the cheer, but it doesn't just in there. And then like when he's, uh, when he's taking whiz, you know, and he's talking about standing up and it's a big floppy anteater, you know, and it's like, and, and it would be, it's, um, it could be such low hanging fruit for somebody else. Right. And it just feels like very funny. And he, he always feels like he's playing the 16, 17 year old girl. He, I never feel like I'm watching, Ever. Vince Vaughn. I know, that's a good yeah. point. And and that's the thing. He never and loses character for me. He, he's that. in character and it never feels like that cheap joke. You know, right. that, oh my God, you got, you know, like, no, no, no. It'd nope. be real easy to just put on that high voice and, and do uh-huh. shtick. It, it never feels like shtick. Like, some really lovely stuff here in the film and, and in his performance too, like in the dressing room with the mother. Yeah. And, you know, talking about the dad dying and all mm-hmm. that. I thought really, really well done right. stuff. And, um, him, yeah. him in the Aaron Rodgers mask walking around. 
Him and the Aaron Rodgers. Him in the scene with uh, Booker, the crush, I thought was really delicately handled. Like mm-hmm. he, the way he played it uh, when they're sitting in the back seat of the car and, and uh, Booker comes and sits next to him and the way that he, he kind of shies away mm-hmm. from him, you know, it, it felt very, very real. Yeah. You know, felt very real. It, that's it the did. whole thing I think about his performance. It feels very real. And again, it's Vince Vaughn, so you, you it's ha ha, but it's there's a lot of depth to it too. And it did it surprise you from him? Yeah, did it? It's it took me a little by surprise as how good how good he was. Yeah, because I haven't seen him in a while. True. So uh, yeah, I mean I'm I, I mean I already think he's a great actor. So I wasn't you know? Oh my goodness, I didn't know yeah. he could do this. But yeah, yeah I mean. I really thoroughly enjoyed his performance. I did too. I did too. I would. I would like to see him do. Uh, I, I made this comment. I was like, "Oh, well, he misses calling. His calling is to play sixteen-year-old <laughs> girls." Apparently, yeah. I. I would like to see him do. I don't know how he would do more stuff like this, but this, you know, mm-hmm. you know, see him in, in more films like right. this. Yeah. Um, he also. Well, you know, we focused on him as the girl, the Blissfield Butcher. Though he is the Blissfield Butcher for, you know, half of the movie too. And I know we talked about the physicality, but he was pretty scary at the end of the movie when he finally did speak as the butcher. And, Mm -hmm. and, uh, that physicality was just as menacing as it was sweet. Right. You know, so I, I I think he had it. Yeah. I think he's got it. Yeah. All on all aspects. I think, I think he pretty much nailed it. Nice segue. Uh, he's playing the Blissfield Butcher and Millie for half of the movie. Mm -hmm. Catherine Newton is playing, the Blissfield Butcher and Millie for the other half of the movie. Uh, Newtonian physics is our next category. We're going to be taking a look at her performance. And Faith, how did you score Catherine Newton? So I went a little lower with her. I went 2.5 with her. Okay, I went 3. Okay. Uh, I just felt he, he did so good. He knocked it out of the park. She was really good, but I felt like when she had the switch, her switch wasn't as prominent as his was. I feel like... She just didn't feel intimidating enough for me. This is funny. I actually preferred her as the Blissfield Butcher and not as <laughs> Millie. Like, I, I I liked her as Millie. Uh, she was very, she's very likable. She is very likable. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not familiar with her work. No, this is the first thing I've ever seen her in. Um, but, uh, I, you know, she was very likable. And I liked uh, how unrepentant. Her performance as the Blissfield Butcher was how she just kind of put that head down in those eyes. She had the eyes were going on. I thought mm-hmm. that was working. And uh, she had that real like, don't mess with me thing going on, you know. But I didn't feel like it was but I didn't feel hitting like... me the same way that Vince Fawn. Right. Because let's go back to a movie that does this, I think, better than any other movie. Face Off, which <laughs> you could see as a Freaky Friday, yeah. you know. And that's so amazing. Now... You have Travolta and Cage. You get you know, the first 30 minutes, their they're respective characters, and they switch identities, and mm-hmm. it's amazing watching Cage do Travolta and, of course, watching Travolta do Cage. Why do those performances work? Because the setups are so strong going in, so right. the actors have all this to work with, mm-hmm. right? And this goes back to my big problem with the movie, and right. I don't know that it's her it's her issue. I don't think it's her but issue. But it's the issue of the initial setup where you don't have enough with him mm-hmm. In his personality, right? You know, because she's doing the stalker walk. I mean, she is. Yeah. <laughs> she's she plays a great serial killer, but it's like it, it's not carrying the same weight that his performance right. is for me. I exactly. went three just because I know, like, you know, 
I do think she did a great job setting up Millie for him. Mm-hmm. But, you know, but it's it's fine. It's right. fine. It, it did not take away from my... No, not at all. He, he carries. I mean, she, she is pretty brutal. I mean, splitting the teacher in half is... Absolutely she Pretty is. brutal. Yeah. <laughs> Again, it just didn't feel like a machete carrying mass murderer. I don't know. Yeah. It just was... I, I, I completely go with that. I think yeah. it, it's probably just the size difference. He's ginormous. He's, you know, walking around with a... What is, does he carry something specific? Um... I don't know. No, I think he would Besides make. The, I think he would make do with whatever he. Uh, yeah, he like. Had. You know, it just was. It just didn't feel the same. <laughs> yeah, no, and I, I completely agree. And that was my biggest. Mm-hmm. Not. It feels unbalanced. Right. There you really, go. in favor yep. of her character. Right. But in both iterations, mm-hmm. you know, and I feel like you need a little bit. You need just. You need a scene with him. Right. Not stalking and killing to establish cadence of his speech and who he right. just anything to hang a hook on yep you know so anyway but her performance really is fine as oh, yeah. as I, I did like her as the slasher i really like so she was brutal i mean I really yeah she was yeah she really was and finally face new favorite category <laughs> freaky friends and frightening funnies yes can you say that faith Freaky Friends and Frightening Funnies. There you go. We're going to look at the supporting <laughs> cast and the fusion of the horror and the comedy. Uh, I went uh, three mystical soul-switching daggers on this one. How'd you do, Faith? I also went three on this one as well. I really like the cast. I, I enjoyed her friends. I liked being on their adventure with them. I liked the adventure. It was fun to watch. It really was. I liked the mom mm-hmm. and uh, Yeah, we daughter. could have used a lot more of the mom, too. We could have, yeah. So, uh, talk about the, let's talk about the homages. Because mm-hmm. uh, you have, obviously, the Halloween and the Friday the 13th in the very beginning of the movie. Mm-hmm. You have Scream because the sister, uh, Char, Charlene, uh, is a deputy. And that, of course, mm-hmm. makes brings me right to David Arquette as Dewey in yep. Scream. I don't think they were, you know, <laughs> being shy about yeah. that stuff. Uh, but the Elm Street reference, uh, the mother in here is an alcoholic. And mm-hmm. that, to me is harkening right back to Elm Street. Because yep. when I think of alcoholic parents, it's like I go Elm Street, Elm Ronnie Street. Blakely <laughs> as Marge Thompson in uh, in Nightmare on Elm Street. So that one's not as uh, blatant, I think, as the mm-hmm. other ones. Maybe I'm reading into that one. I don't know. But I feel like... There was a Texas Chainsaw Massacre little moment when she picked up the chainsaw at that party. I kind of thought Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Absolutely. Leatherface. I mean, who else do you think of? Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> the and, and the whole uh, the whole uh, bandsaw, like splitting the guy in half, feels oh, yeah. very uh, <laughs> Leatherface, yes. you know. That was brutal. Really, any of them could have could have done that. <laughs> but it, uh, yeah, it, it felt very brutal. Um, but uh, I, I do like the cast here. Uh, Booker, the, the kid playing Booker. Mm-hmm. Got some interesting actor names here that were... <laughs> kind of hard to uh, pronounce, but uh, uh, Uriah Shelton as Booker, I thought I thought he was great as the uh, you know that's the kind of kid that they would cast in those old eighties movies you know, as the as the sensitive kind of jock type. Mm-hmm. You know, I thought he was really good. I, no, the whole cast is is yeah, really, I really, really didn't good. have any, any complaints with them. Yeah. None so whatsoever. I, I enjoyed watching them. It, it wasn't you know. Yeah, i i could have used I could have used a little more horror. I could this. have too. And that's why I gave it the, the three. Me too. Uh, I, I could have used a little more horror, but the, the humor, I think, is pretty spot on. Mm-hmm. And this feels like a movie very much of its time today, mm-hmm. you know, 
which is interesting. I think it's a nice throwback and, and current. And um, I feel like they do a good job of addressing certain issues without uh, taking a stand. There's a few things like where I'm not going to repeat it here on the show, but a character will say something uh, derogatory about a certain piece of anatomy. And, uh, you know, oh, you really shouldn't say that. And he goes, oh, shut up. You know, mm-hmm. like, so I think, you know, I, I don't think it's one of these things that's like trying to like, you know, preach an agenda at us, you know, right. just kind of showing this is kind of where the world is exactly. right now. So, <laughs> yeah, really, really interesting uh, stuff in here, though. It, 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 there are some bigger themes here, but it's really an entertaining piece. Yeah, it really, it, it was fun to watch. I really didn't have major complaints None. at all. None whatsoever. It's uh, it's it's very breezy. It's brisk. Mm-hmm. It uh, it could have been a little longer for for my taste. Uh, yeah. I, I was uh, one of the things I was just enjoying watching the movie. I didn't want it to end. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, true. I enjoyed being on the adventure. And they have said that uh, they would like to do a sequel. So I don't know uh, how they would get Vaughn's character in if it's gonna you know he would be right. in it. But uh, they said there might also possibly be a Happy Death Day crossover. They said these mm-hmm. are in the same world. Uh, so. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'd watch it if there was a sequel or crossover. That'd be cool. Yeah, uh, Landon, Christopher Landon. I think uh, I like it. I like yeah. it. You know, it's one of these things to do homages like this and do things you can tell are influenced by stuff and it not, you know, and mm-hmm. it feel like its own thing. Right. You know, the the homages and the very reverential references didn't feel like it didn't take me out of the movie. Exactly. I didn't feel like I'd seen it done better somewhere. Right. You know, I was like, I was enjoying what it, what it was. Yeah, me too. So, a lot of fun. Yeah, and you said you could have used more horror. I feel like I could have too. I really could have, yeah. I feel like, you know, you can, it's really compared to Scream, and I feel like Scream has a lot of good, ele- I mean, at least more killings or something even yeah. too. Like, I feel like and there is a little more. Of it. There is quite a bit of horror, you know, in, in, in killing in the beginning, the first mm-hmm. 10 minutes of the movie, and it was really handled so well. Mm-hmm. And, and it was really what I like in if, if you're going to do something like this with the slasher, uh, and we've seen this so many times now, like you better go over the top, and right. it needs to be either extremely brutal mm-hmm. to where you're you're feeling it, right, <laughs> or it needs to be something completely over the top that's making you giggle at the cartoonish nature of mm-hmm. it. And they hit that tone correctly because this is a it's a funny film, so. Mm-hmm. They hit the tone because it's, it's over the top and, and cartoonish and I'm with it. And I'm laughing and giggling at it, you know, mm-hmm. which I think is what you're supposed to be doing yeah. with it. I don't think you're supposed to be going, ooh, you no, know, yeah. or anything like that. And I, I could have used a little more of that throughout, throughout yeah, the film. Yeah, could have been a little darker. Could have been a tad little, bit. little tad bit, tad, tad bit. Just a little bit of gray in the, mm-hmm. uh, in the, in the palette, in the color There you palette. go. <laughs> in the color palette. So, all right. Well, we are going to take a very short break. This is a news break, so be sure to stay tuned for all of the fake news not fit to print. We're going to tally up our scores, and we will have all of that and more for you after the break. I am Dan, and and we will see you on the other side.
information that was false and fake and never happened. Actress Gwyneth Paltrow revealed that she contracted COVID-19 early on in the worldwide pandemic and is still dealing with symptoms from the virus. Scientists were quick to point out that it was not Gwyneth who contracted the virus, but COVID that contracted Gwyneth. Best of luck, Gwynny. The outdoor performance in the Cozy Corner Pavilion by local area rock band Dave and the Divers has been postponed due to several scorching cases of herpes the band acquired on a recent gig. Last week's Ladies of the Night conference was a stupendous success. Cozy Corner's hookers have decided to unionize and will be offering full health care and dental to anyone looking to join. Local area rock band Dave and the Divers were on hand to provide entertainment and partied with the ladies into the wee hours of the morning. Local area poet Bonnie Briscoe's reading of selections from her new book, 31 Odes to Salt, has been canceled due to an extreme lack of interest. In lieu of the Briscoe reading, the Cozy Corner Library will instead play YouTube videos of men getting hit in the crotch. And that is the news. Stay tuned for Freaky's final score, as well as a preview of next week's show. Welcome back to the Late Night Fright, right here on WKMF Cozy Corner Public Radio. I am Dan. And I am Faith. And our film tonight was the 2020 film Freaky, starring Catherine Newton and the one and only Vince Vaughn. We had four categories. We have tallied up the score. Faith, how did Freaky fare? It came out at a 3.1. That sounds about About, right. About fair. (laughs) 3.1. Mystical soul switching daggers, daggers. There i like you it go. i like it uh we haven't really watched too many modern movies uh recently i haven't watched any on my own you know, nor for the show but i was i was rather impressed with this i enjoyed it and, i was uh, i was actually a little surprised at how good it was for being a newer movie yeah same here too so. same here well, next week on the show, we are going to have an older movie. Not only are we going to have an older movie, we're going to have an older movie that is not only a classic, but is considered one of the greatest horror films ever made. It is considered one of the greatest sci-fi films ever made. In fact, Faith, it's considered to be one of the greatest films ever made. <laughs> and it's considered to be one of the greatest films from one of our greatest filmmakers, Ridley Scott. Faith, what are we talking about next we week? We are talking about Alien from 1979. That is correct. The film that made the Xenomorph one of cinema's greatest creatures and Sigourney Weaver a movie star. And I would say that the world is a better place for having both of them in it. Mm-hmm. What about you, Faith? Agreed. Agreed. Very good. If you would like to reach us here at the show, you can at late night fright podcast at gmail.com. We would love to hear from all of you out there. We want to thank you for letting us drone on for about an hour or so in your ears. And we want to thank you all out there for your continued support. And we really would love to hear from each and every one of you. Yeah, absolutely. So alien is next up on the slab for dissection. There's your homework. So watch that. Get familiar with it. It really is that good. And you know what? Freaky really is that good, too. This is pretty good. This is a a really enjoyable watch. And I'm going to recommend that this uh, is something that could be enjoyed on a nice weekend or a rainy day. 
Agreed. It's a nice I leisurely like, I feel watch. like this was a good, like, you need a handful of popcorn and maybe some beer. <laughs> you know? And a friend. Yeah. And a friend. This yeah. is a movie, I think, that, that really uh, wants to be watched uh-huh. with someone. because Because of the horror and the comic elements. And I feel like those two genres, uh, not only do they go together so well, but uh, they're best taken in with friends. Yep. With an audience, so it makes a horror movie in the theater so much fun. Is, is yes. the, the energy, you know, oh, yes. you know uh, coming back and forth mm-hmm. you know, from the screen and the audience. So it's a lot of fun. But uh, yes, Alien though next next week. So be sure to tune in for that. And thank you as always. Stay happy, stay healthy, stay safe. Take your vitamins. Faith, does it feel like it's that time? It does feel like that time. Let's see if we snap our fingers if we can make the outro music happen now let's get right on this are we going one two three snap like always like always all right here we go (laughs) here we go are you ready Mm -hmm. one two three there it is it's time to say goodbye the magic happened again (laughs) completely not edited not at all magic it just happens (laughs) when we snap our fingers we're just that good thank you all again for tuning in It is always a privilege and a pleasure to have you all here. And we do. We drone sometimes. So thank you for letting (laughs) us drone. Faith, take us home. May your coffin be cozy and your sarcophagus warm. May the light of the moon keep you safe from harm. Be you vampire, spook, specter, or beast. Always remember, keep Keep your your monster monster on a leash. leash. Aliens up next. We'll see you on the other side.